Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the We Don't Wanna podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series. We're your hosts. I am Scott, and joining me as always, he has had his day, and now we shall drive him back under the rocks from whence he came. It's Zachary Attackery! <laughs> Man, I... Get out of you, here! I, you have I, had your day, sir! <laughs> I practiced that in the fucking mirror. Dude. 20 times. Why? At least. You know, when people talk about, like, great inspirational speeches in, like, movies. In cinema? In cinema, you know. Why is Mace Tyrell never brought up? The dude is just the goat of it. To be it's honest. always like the Rohirrim, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Patton, like, like fucking right. any like angels in the outfield shit, you know? Like, yeah, uh, and they just they just shitting on our boy Mace, they're man. They're our, just sleeping on it. They're him. not giving our guy Mace any credit. Yeah, they're yeah. sleeping hard. They're sleeping hard. Sleeping hard. Uh, how you doing, pal? No, no, no. I do the intro. I ask you first. How are you oh. doing, pal? Uh, you thought. Doing, you thought. Uh, yeah, I fucking thought today. Uh, I'm doing okay. A um, little salty. My Astros are not doing super hot. It's uh, very early. I'm sure they'll be fine. I know it's very early, but still. But still, I'm a whiny bitch boy who, who has had too much early success in my my baseball love so i don't know what hard times are like you sound like a salty bitch boy who just hates your team so yes yes yeah okay a hundred percent a hundred percent accurate fuck you uh this is all salty rocky fan-ness uh-huh um it's it's not any jealousy at all i'm a Rays fan now a hundred percent that's cool they starting off fucking yeah Swinging. I, well, uh, they've lost a couple, but still. I I have honestly liked the Rays for a long time though. This isn't oh, just yeah. a recent thing. They're just definitely. Uh, I, I wish they would go back to being called the Devil Rays. Have you seen their throwback unis that they've been oh, wearing? So, they're yes, sick dude. as they're hell. So badass. Uh, yeah, I'm, I I like the Devil Rays. They need to go back to that. Um, oh boy, I bet people missed our our. <laughs> weekly baseball <laughs> 10 minute discussions we've had a couple people message us have uh, they really on, on wow. the socials saying like oh it's baseball season it, it's so funny that like we are a nerd fantasy fiction uh, podcast but like so there's a few of you out there that are like yo i'm here for the baseball that's, references that is very funny i that's great I have been very checked out mentally of baseball this season because, as Zach said, I'm 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 a very salty Rockies fan, and I've I've all but given up on them. Um, but doesn't mean you can't enjoy the sport exactly. And I still enjoy uh basically everything our our God man Shohei Otani. I was does. about to say you do enjoy yeah, you some yeah, Shohei. Yeah. I mean, everybody yes. should enjoy them. Some Everyone Shohei. should. Yes. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Yeah. So we can still talk about him on occasion, and uh, definitely you can be salty about the rangers beating your ass you guys gotta watch out for them they uh they have they, spent the money oh yeah they yeah. have so. yeah it's it's a little scary to be honest is for 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 a little while there last year i was like i think i think the mariners mm. mariners are gonna be and i do think that they're still gonna be great in the next several years but um i was like man they're the team to watch out for and then 
uh, Rangers blew a fucking thick load this offseason, yeah, and <laughs> that shit was heavy. Dude. I, I, <laughs> a heavy <laughs> load, Lopes, my guy. Man. Uh, I am hoping to go to a Rangers game soon. Uh, Sick. I, I try to go to a couple every year, being in the area here, uh, and they're they're a good time. Their new stadium is is cool. I enjoy it. Hell yeah, quite dude. A bit. And uh, it's just regardless of how much I am am how much I am into baseball at any given time. It's just, I think going to baseball games is an it's extremely enjoyable experience. It's not oh, yeah. the best. That's, that's still hockey, but it's, it's very different because it's, it's very laid back and chill, yeah. uh, which I enjoy a lot. So, um, definitely. Yeah. Hopefully definitely leans into Scott being a cat, you know, like, like the, the entire mood of you just being this, like I, either like True. a sleepy loungy cat or a, bear. a hibernating bear. Yes. Um, every yeah. spirit animal quiz or whatever I've ever taken is like, no, yeah, you're a bear. You're a hibernating lazy ass bear, which, yeah, yeah, I'm here for that. Uh, you doing all right though? Yeah, I'm good, man. Uh, you know, works, works solid, st- staying busy, uh, keeping an eye on them baseballs. But I actually, what I'm most excited about is the hockey playoffs start this week. Hell yeah. Dude. Uh, my apps play on Tuesday. So very very excited for that. Pirates, oh no, pi- Jesus, Penguins, sixteen year fucking yeah. uh, streak broken. That's pretty wild of of making the the playoffs. That is, uh, that's that's a big deal. Yeah. I feel like I mean I don't give a fuck about yeah. like, uh, who the, gives penguins a fuck about or, the Penguins. Well, Anthony and Ali, my my brother and sister in law, are mm. are penguins fans and they were talking to me about that and i was like i did not realize that they have been in the playoffs 16 16 years is a long time that is that is impressive so i mean that's basically been all throughout Sidney crosby's prime so yeah but anyway uh shall we talk about the thrones a little bit we should maybe talk about well maybe we should maybe talk about one thing first that has to do with Thrones. Oh. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I don't know why we didn't think to talk about this when we last recorded. Don't look at me, bud. I don't uh, know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I I mean, look, we, we know you and I have chatted about this several times on and off the pod. Okay. That things can be, quote, greenlit, and it may not mean anything. Oh, sure. But... um. HBO has greenlit and ordered the the show uh, Duncan Egg. I don't think uh, this had happened last time we recorded yet. So I'm that's why I'm pretty sure it had. I don't think so. I think that's why we haven't talked about it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, spinoff series going to be called The Night of the Seven Kingdoms about the tales of Duncan Egg. Uh, this is some exciting stuff. This makes me very happy, Zach. I, I'm sure it does. I yeah, have, I wanted to hear you talk about I it. I really. probably on this podcast on multiple occasions, uh, preached the good word of the tales of Duncan Egg <laughs> because I think they are some of the most engaging and just, like, accessible and fantastic little short stories in this. Yeah. I mean, specifically in this universe, it's tough to say because, like, what other short stories are, are there, like, in this universe? Um, sure. They're just, like... They're they're a refreshing change of pace from George's, you know, 50-year, you know, epic book series. Uh, Whereas these are just little short stories about, you know, 
smaller scale, still like big resounding consequences for like the realm. Um, mm-hmm. But they're they're absolutely fantastic. Why don't you, for a second, if mm-hmm. you can, yeah, for our listeners out there who maybe are new to the series or who have just simply not read or heard of the Duncan Egg sure. novellas, what what exactly is the so, Duncan Egg like series or like explain that? So the general premise is, I believe it's set. F- it's about a hundred years. Is it a? It can't be that. It's about 100 years prior to the events of Game of Thrones, yeah. It can't quite be 100. It's got to be like 90 because our boy Maester Aemon is like an adult, I want to say, around 20 years old at this time. And he didn't live to be like 120. He was like over 100, I think. But Okay, so give or take. Give or take, sure. Um. Anyway, roughly... 90 to 100 years before the events, current events of the show. Uh, basically, they are about this, uh, this knight named Duncan or Dunk. Uh, so Duncan the Tall. Sir Duncan the Tall, who if, if the sharp listeners, uh, people who pay attention to Game of Thrones, has been mentioned uh, in, in the show before. He was a lord commander of the king's guard this is basically like his 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 very young days his early career and um i i really just wanna if 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 you have any curiosity about it at all go get the first one on like kindle or audible or whatever it is uh i believe the first one is called i believe the first one is the hedge knight if mm-hmm. i'm remembering correctly uh it's not super long i think the audiobook is maybe a couple hours mm-hmm. if even that like an hour and a half maybe even sure it's a super short story but i think it has one of the most phenomenal and like just hype endings like it's it's i, I don't want to spoil anything or talk about it too much because i think you should really just go read it or listen to it it's fantastic uh yeah, you guys listen to us yeah tr- around truly. for a couple hours a week uh, like you guys you guys can you guys can do it's, that. It's so good, and it's such a, just like a small, condensed blast of, like, So, So, Game what exactly is... Okay, so, Duncan the Tall. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's essentially the travels of Sir Duncan the Tall and... And his squire, Egg. Egg on Targaryen. There you go, sure, yeah. Okay. Did I just ruin something? I mean, that's kind of a spoiler. Yes. I mean, I kind of thought that that was like a known thing. <laughs> Not for someone. You literally like, for those who don't know, let me spoil it well, for you. Well, okay, but you you, you got to leave a dangle the fruit a little bit. I mean, that's... You who don't... the fuck cares about some random fucking he, Lord because Commander? Because he was a Lord Commander of the Kingsguard? Like, okay, but you got to spice it up a little bit here, bud. You're I, leaving I, this shit like... I care way more about Lord Commanders of the Kingsguard than any Targaryen. There's okay. only sixty you trillion. You realize of them. that you are the anomaly in that case. <sighs> no, I right? refuse to acknowledge that. No, 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 no. Uh, anyway, but yes, yeah. uh, the travels like there, there's just from my understanding and full disclosure, I've not read. Yeah, um, you're a fucking idiot. Yikes, <laughs> <laughs> bud. Jeez, I've told you so many times you need yeah, to. And I know. You, just, you don't listen to me. I ever. know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Um, did I mention that I know? You're the fucking worst. <laughs> go, seriously, go check them out, or if you're just like, oh, I'll just wait for the HBO adaptation, 
maybe don't hold your breath because this is like the third or fourth greenlit quote unquote show and mm-hmm. we've only actually ever gotten one that has come to fruition so right right sure maybe grain of salt it on is, that one for, from my understanding some of the things that have me excited is like it it's gonna have for the most part like vastly lower stakes i mean sure but still be like extremely character driven as it which, should be Right, that's what I was gonna say. Which is like what I what I love, uh, in in any television. And it it should realistically be much cheaper to make because this being so close to the current events of the show, there are no dragons around. Obviously, like right, so they don't have to spend the ass loads of money they spent on, I'm sure, House of the Dragon with all those bitch and look like all the CGI. Yeah, yeah, right. So, uh, yeah. I'm excited about it. Uh, that's that's some fun stuff. Uh, I would love to maybe another time hear like who you would like to play, Ooh. like uh, yeah. Duncan the Tall and Egg. Um, the real question is who's gonna play Baylor Breakspear, the best character, low key. Okay, Spo- there, there's a little spoiler for you. Baylor, okay, is. Well, way to just ruin it for our listeners yeah, yeah, who haven't yeah. who haven't there read her. Yeah, yeah. Well, that 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 should have been the tease. Okay. Ass. I'm just kidding. I still love you. <laughs> hey, let's do that thing that we do. Uh, let's jump into season six, episode six, "Blood of My Blood." Uh, why don't you start it? Kick us off here, Zachy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can do that. Good. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad. Did- I appreciate the support, Scott. We begin with Mira struggling to drag Bran through the snow. He's still vision questing, and he sees many things, including Jamie killing the Mad King. Mm. Mira collapses, and the dead close in, when a stranger on a horse appears and saves the day. Mm. In the Reach, Sam, Gilly, and little Sam arrive at Horn Hill and meet his mother and sister, who are just truly delightful. Mm. His father, Randall, however, is an arsehole, mm. and his brother is a dickon. <laughs> True. True. His brother's an idiot. Like, he's unknowingly a dickon. No, because... that's his name. No, I know. Oh, okay. I know that's his name. I don't think you, you got you my joke. <laughs> you um, fucking dickon. You fucking they have a very awkward family dinner where Gilly uh, ends up verbal diarrheaing everywhere. Uh, and tells Randall uh, the legend of Sam the Slayer. Mm -hmm. Randall figures out that Gilly is a wildling and is not happy about it, but he does agree to take in Gilly and little Sam. Sam says goodbye to them, then immediately comes back in and says, fuck this shit, we're out. He steals the family Valyrian steel sword and leaves with Gilly and little Sam. In King's Landing, the High Sparrow tells Tommy Boy that Marjorie must make her Walk of Atonement, and he's like, Oh, okay. Marjorie backs up the High Sparrow and tells uh, Tommen that she's not as that she's not as good of a person as he thinks she is, and that the gods have a plan for all of them. Mm-hmm. In Bravos, Arya is watching the play again and is really starting to like Lady Crane. And uh, after they have a talk, Arya poisons the rum, but then stops Lady Crane from drinking it and tells her that her understudy wants her dead. The waif sees this and tattles to Jackin, snitches get stitches, mm. who sends her to kill Arya. Arya retrieves her sword needle from where she hid it and goes into hiding. 
Back in King's Landing, our favorite dude, Mace Tyrell, is looking sick as hell in his fancy armor hell and yeah, leads the Tyrell army into the city. He meets with Jamie and delivers a baller speech to mm. his men. Mm-hmm. What he a, sure does. What a fucking legend. They arrive at the Sept and Jamie tells the High Sparrow to give them Marjorie and Loris or all the Sparrows will die. The High Sparrow says that there's no need for Marjorie's Walk of Atonement because she has already atoned by bringing Tommy Boy fully into the Faith. King Tommen comes out of the Sept and announces a new alliance between the Crown and the Faith and everyone except Mace realizes that the High Sparrow (laughs) has won. My poor guy is so confused. Uh, King Tommen, just a little slow on the just draw. Just a he little, is, you know? yeah, slow on the uptake. <laughs> King Tommen strips Jamie of being a Kingsguard and says he won't be imprisoned, but must continue to serve their house. At the Twins, our old boy Walder is upset because uh, the Freys have lost River Run to the Blackfish. Well, they couldn't. They can't have lost yeah. it. Scott. It's a castle. How do you lose it? Uh, He plans to use Edmure, who's been in prison since the Red Wedding, as a bargaining chip to get River Run back. Jamie tells Cersei that he has been sent to help the Freys deal with the Blackfish, but he's not going and he wants to get Bronn to help him kill the High Sparrow. Cersei tells him that he should be at the head of the Lannister army and she has the mountain, so she's not worried about her trial. Back north, the stranger that saved Bran and Mira is revealed to be Benjen Stark, who was saved from fully dying by the children of the forest. He tells Bran that he is the Three-Eyed Raven now and that he will be ready in time to stop the Night King when he comes for the world of men. In the Dothraki Sea, Daenerys asks Dario 2.0 how many ships it will take to get her, her and all her people to Westeros and he tells her a thousand, but that no one has that many. She gets reunited with Drogon and flies in on him to deliver a stirring speech to her Kalisar about taking the Seven Kingdoms, and they eat that shit up. They love it. And that's the end of the episode. That is the end of the episode. So, I, I feel... I feel pleasantly, like... This is a solid episode. It's fine. Uh, it's like it's like a solid mid-season episode. Yeah, I'll, I'll shake to that. Like for an episode six, yeah, yeah, I, it's it's doing the right things. It's and moving for, things along for some of these storylines. It's doing the right things. Yes. Like it's fine. Like it's moving things along, which I think was much needed in several of these. Storylines. I I agree with you. I think my biggest beef with this episode is that. It just it doesn't give me my favorite storyline or the one I'm most interested in, which is which is the, the north. north. Uh, well, I mean, we've had like five episodes straight of that. True, and that's fair. I'm just saying, <laughs> like everything, everything here. There's I I can't look at anything and being like, oh, that sucks or that shit. Right. Uh but nothing also blows me away. If that makes sense. That's I mean that's fair. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Let's not argue about where we're going to start because we always start. This bit is getting so old. Uh, yeah. Marin Brand, um, I, I we talked about it at the end of last episode about how I just I I have a lot of hard time believing like she would get anywhere at all dragging him through the snow. 
Yeah, I sure. suppose they don't, you know, like explicitly they don't say get like, far. Right. Like how far she actually got away. Uh, so maybe that beef is invalid. But yeah. uh, this is so we also talked about this last episode, right? This is where those theories that we talked about definitely came from. Well, I so yes, because we finally saw some of it on screen. However, sure. we were talking about these theories before that happened. Oh, yeah. Specifically the burn them all thing, mm-hmm. because yeah. I feel like I was watching this and I was like, oh, yeah, this has got to be where we started talking I'm, in earnest about that. I mean, I don't want to, like, give us more credit than we deserve. Like, no, I'm by pretty all cer- means. I'm pr- no, no, no. I'm, I'm pretty certain that this is something I saw or we saw in an Alt-Shift-X video. Mm, interesting. Um, and we'll and give like, him the credit. I, I he mean, deserves yeah, it. He, he deserves all the credit true. for any any Game of Thrones theory crafting. True, true. That man is incredible. Um. Anyway, yeah, I I just I have one actually two notes about the North here. Okay. I'm assuming we'll just knock out both yeah, of yeah, these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. First off, <clears throat> this memory montage is good as fuck. It's cool as hell. It is really, really well done. Mm -hmm. The sound design during the memory montage specifically was like, wow, dude, like I'm, I'm in this shit right now. It was great. Yes, for sure. hundred percent. Uh, and it was, even though it's like really, really fast glimpses, it was really cool to see some of these things that like we've heard stories of or whatever. It it just feels like almost like. It gives you the feeling of, like, the things that you want out of fan service, but actually delivering and, like, something that is substantial. I can agree to that. Uh, I think one of the things I appreciated most about it is knowing what's coming. uh, The kind of, in hindsight, the the subtle, maybe not so subtle foreshadowing or what some of these visions set up, I think, is, Mm -hmm. is really well done. Because, like... On first watch, you don't think much of it, but what it is potentially setting up is is very cool. Um, yes, and 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 important to to know. Um, obviously, I love the you know the quick shots. It's you know obviously like you said, very quickly edited, quick succession. But just seeing Jamie on the steps, like you know, and stabbing the Mad King is just is just awesome. Like, yeah, that's that's obviously an extremely pivotal moment in like this world's history. Uh, so finally, and we've heard talk of it quite a bit. Uh, so being able to actually get to see it is is very, very cool. Truly. Um, and obviously the reveal of Benjamin Stark is uh, is a big deal here. Um, I am a little disappointed that he is not riding a giant elk like he is in the book. Uh, that probably, would be so sick. Probably done for cost-saving reasons. Uh, but yeah, the fact that he rides a giant elk in the book is sick as hell. Uh, Can I... I just need to say this, man. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's okay. This... This scene between our boy Benjen or Cold Hands yep. and Bran... Does it not feel so lackluster? Like, like uh, I yeah, feel... Maybe. Okay, so so first, like, there's a couple stages of this, like, disappointment that I felt. And 
I will admit this is not how I felt the first time watching this. Sure. Um, but first off, the the swinging. Oh yeah. Uh, it's so cool. Like it's a cool idea of a weapon. Uh, is but it like, though? I mean, like it looks cool. A rider swinging. I something. guess. Sure. 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 But what what I'm talking about specifically is like, it just doesn't seem extremely practical. No. And where does he pick up the skills for that? And also, uh, like, it, it's not practical. Um, did I already say that? You did, and you're and, still right. <laughs> and, <laughs> but did I mention how unpractical it is? No, um, no, yeah. What? It's not practical? What? No, no. It, I'm sorry. What I was trying to say is that the choreography, like, it's not shot great. Like, there's this one where he, like, Oh, man, he so like it like spins under the dude uh-huh. and hits him in the chest and yeah. he rides away and it causes the body to flip. Uh, and it just looks terrible. <laughs> it looks it looks really bad. It just like it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, but yeah, like I'm fine with it because it's like it's a kind of a cool weapon in theory, and it's like a ooh, what's that? They tried something. Like I, I'm not right. gonna get too mad at them because they tried to do something cool. Because like, uh, this is the first. Okay, so to backtrack a little, when we're first introduced to this character, who is known as Cold Hands in the book, he's actually saving Sam and Gilly on their way back to the wall. Right. And uh, he doesn't actually fight. He just kind of shows up and on his giant ass elk and gets them the fuck out of there. So like they're they're trying to make this an exciting action scene, and they tried something. They they shot their shot. They they gave him a an, an interesting weapon, and like I can't be too mad at it because they they tried, they tried. something. I they guess. get a gold star. They get a gold star. <laughs> it does not look great. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's cool in theory. So. Oh. You know, and and then the reveal. Sure. I just feel like there should have been. It just wasn't very emotional in any way because brand sucks. Yeah, um, there is that. And. And I like he tells the story of what's <laughs> happened to him. Like, just so like. And and then you know what they did, like you've you've seen it. I know you've seen it. I know you've seen it. I know you've seen that. By shit. the way, it's just so boring. It's, I, it's not. So, I don't. I don't think that particular. I think yes, Bran is a little emotionless, and there could have been more weight to that. I think him kind of explaining what happened is fine though, because he's kind of like half undead, so it's like. Why would he? Oh, that be, gives him a pass for yeah, being. That gives boring. him a pass for being. <laughs> no, I want to talk more about because we also touched on this last episode. Is like I said something to the effect of like I don't understand the mechanics of how Dragon Glass creates White Walkers but also kills them. Apparently, this this shit just does it all. It also it does it saves all, people dude. from dying <laughs> too. Yeah. Um, Dragon Glass, it can do your taxes, it can keep you from becoming a White Walker, it can make you a White Walker, uh, it'll jerk you off under the table, it does it all. It has know? 13 different vibrate settings. <laughs> Dude, it's... Self-cleaning, um, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 that Dragon Glass is a hell of a product, I tell you what. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I need to buy stock in that shit. Yes, big so, time. 
I, I think just at the end of all this, I, like, my feeling is simply that when you have a character, like, return after five seasons... It has been a You just time. kind of... You just kind of expect it to be, like... A bigger deal. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. And it, you just don't feel that. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I just don't know... What else you do? Like, I don't know what else like, I want. He should here, have some powers or something. I don't know. <laughs> My dude like, should be throwing lightning bolts or something. Yeah, I dude. don't know. He should be Fuck. fucking Kung Lao hat blading out here. Dude, or uh, what's the kick? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, that's not Chun-Li. Um, Liu Kang. Liu Kang. Liu Kang. Yeah. That's That would be sick if cold hands just started <laughs> Cold feet, dude. Cold feet. God, that's the worst joke. Um, yeah. anything else you want to say about this northern reunion here? Um also okay, yeah, last thing. How does Okay, like how close maybe you can tell me because I, I don't know this mm-hmm. from the books. How close are cold hands and the original three eyed raven? Unclear. Do you think the Three-Eyed Raven was like, hey, when I when I finally meet up with Bran, I'm going to show him this vision, this vision, and then this vision? Because Coldhand seems to know what Bran has seen. Kind of does. It's um, fucking weird, dude. Like, it's just so, like... Again, like, unclear. I fucking know, dude. It's <laughs> unclear. Like, so, Three-Eyed Raven's like, hey, what do you think about me to- like showing this to Brad? You think he's ready for that? Like, think he's ready for this me- shit? Meetings in the back, dude. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. You weird, saw bro. it. I know you saw it. Don't tell me he didn't show you that he one. He told, told me, me he was going to show you that one. No, just to kind of like... So, like I said, in the book, Cold Hands first helps Sam and Gilly get back to the wall. Obviously, same thing that happened in the show. Sam and Gilly meet Bran and company at the wall, and Sam helps them get through the wall. But then from there, Cold Hands escorts Bran and company to the Three-Eyed Raven in the tree, and that's where he is currently still residing in the books. So he he, he showed up a lot sooner and did a lot more Yeah. Uh, versus the show here, obviously. Um just seems like a strange place to drop him in. Yeah. And I was, I can remember being very upset. Like when the, when Sam killed the white Walker, uh, in season three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the end of that episode happened. Like the birds. I, there's the birds rush the screen and it cuts to credits. And I'm like, no, no, it can't be over. Where's my guy. Where's my fucking dude. I was ready for him. I was raring to go. Uh, so you were it's just, up and everything. I dude. was so looped up. Um, so it just seems odd that now they save him for this, and it's just a little underwhelming. I think is bo- oh, how so we're you both agree with feeling. me? Yeah, that's what. Okay, it, just making sure. I just want to hear you say I'm right. Okay, you're always right, my dude. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Say it again. Slower. No, never. Speaking of Sam and Gilly, <laughs> uh, let's talk about the Reach. Uh, Sam's family. His mother and sister, delightful. His mom's yeah. actually a real baller, by the way. Like, I she appreciate is. how she stands up to Randall in the dinner scene. At the end of the dinner scene. Yeah, thing. and is basically like, fuck you, you're an asshole. Um, but obviously, Randall Tarley 
is just the worst. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, that dude. You and him would get along. Well, <laughs> fuck off, first of all. Well. Here's the thing. Here's the, here's the, the thing that came to mind watching this scene with Randall. I was like, this guy is like a super hard ass in the same vein as like Tywin. But he has none of the like tact or charm or finesse or finesse that Tywin does, like literally zero. Uh, and he just like I feel like he has little man syndrome. Like, is he a little like, man? No, 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 not not in stature. Like, oh, like okay. he he's tough. They're rich. Yeah, but like they're they don't not run big, the reach. They're not big players. You know, like. Eh, what's your definition of a big they, player? Well, they they he's like a very people. important military leader. He's one of the few to ever defeat Robert Baratheon uh, in battle. Yes, yes, um, yeah, and and even considering that, he still answers to somebody. Yeah, for sure. To Mace, our old good dude Mace is who he answers. <laughs> yeah, I'm to. sure he loves that dude. <laughs> that explains everything. <laughs> that does explain a lot. Holy shit! That's like you. Working for me. <laughs> yes. You show up in your fucking sick ass armor and rally the troops with a baller speech. And I'm back in fucking back doing all the work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is actually a perfect analogy. I would show up, do our Saturday team meeting, yeah, yeah, be like, yeah, let's yeah. go, let's go. Let's Everybody's go. fired up. And then I'd be like, all right, I'm going home. Dark madness has had its day. <laughs> Oh my god, this is so accurate. How have we never seen this before? Uh yeah, no, I think Every Randall Mace needs his Randall Tarly, Randall man. is probably very bitter because he has to answer to that fool. <laughs> I mean, I mean that amazing legend human being. Uh Yeah, that's right. Wow, this is making a lot of sense. Anyway, <laughs> this is why you're so angry and lot. <laughs> This is why I'm so furious all the Dude, time. Let's just talk about. Let's hash this out. Oh man! man. So <laughs> you know, it's just it having to deal with you is just the worst, and it's why I'm so angry. Who's Jake in all this? Jake would be Dick. No, I'm kidding. No, Jake isn't Dick. Jake isn't Jake. Jake is Dick. Jake and uh, Jake is Jake off. Who would Jake be in all of this? Jake's never going to listen to this episode anyway. Nah, fuck him. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I want to talk more about Sam here. Okay, let's talk about Sam. Because he's obviously extremely nervous about meeting his family here, as Gilly yeah. calls him out on. Poor guy's going through it. Man. Poor guy's going through it, and we immediately see why. Because, as we've stated, his father is the worst. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just traumatizing. It is like, very traumatizing. It, and you, you can, can tell he's yes, been traumatized. You can, Sam is having a physical reaction. He's like shaking in yeah. this dinner scene, and it, it's awful. Uh, love Gilly, though, here. Coming to yeah. our boy's defense. Being like, you don't know anything. Uh, he's killed a Fen. He's killed a White Walker. Uh, and she stands her ground against uh, Randall, who is very intimidating. Yeah. Uh, so good on her. Um, again, shouts to Sam's mom for also standing up to Randall. Uh, I love how clueless Dickon is like very like 
quarterback on the foot high school football team and he kind of cracks me up because he's just like this <laughs> kind of clueless jock he seems mm-hmm. like relatively good natured but he's just like white walkers those aren't real <laughs> he's like <laughs> you do much hunting at the wall <laughs> uh it's very good um I don't know what what do you, what do you have to say about this sequence here? I mean, so I really enjoy the Sam Gilly scene in the bedroom. Yes, um, it's nice to see my boy act. You yeah, know, yeah, like for sure. Uh, Sam is is always I feel like like adjacent to these like northern like emotional scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's never like well, he's not often like the center of it. Sure. Um, not to say he hasn't had his share of, you know, in like heavier dramatic scenes, mm-hmm. but um, I just think it's it's cool to see him in a different element, yeah. a character that that I love, you know, uh, have this moment with Gilly where you know he's doing what he, what looks right on paper, mm-hmm. but he can't really convince himself that it's really yeah. the right thing to do, and and he's struggling with it. Um, and there, there's this the scene as a whole, like the dinner scene moving into the bedroom scene is, I feel like it does speak pretty loudly of like the writing in this, like in this area, because it makes me feel things. Dude. It makes yeah. me upset to watch that dinner scene. Yeah, for sure. Like it's, it's frustrating for Sam to not speak up for himself. Yeah. And, and there's either two things happening here or both. Um, either he's, uh, really dr- dealing with some trauma and just cannot face it, yeah. uh, which I think that's true. Um, or he mentions in the bedroom scene that he's like, I, I'm sorry for letting him talk to you that way. I just couldn't risk, yeah. uh, you know, him not taking you in. I think, so, I th- and I think both things there can be true. It, and it's wild to think that because it's like, you almost expect this reaction from Sam, like, him cowering mm-hmm. and not standing up to his father. But him saying that line to Gilly makes you feel like he wanted to say something. Sure. Like he wanted to challenge his father. And that makes me happy, dude. Yeah. That, I'm like, I'm like, good for you, dude. Like you need to take care of that shit. I wonder what he would have said. I know? think, I think you're right. I think over the course of the show, we have seen Sam come a long way from yeah. his, his, from the first episode we see him in his self-professed, you know, I'm a coward. Yes. Um, he has come a long, long way from then. And to see him here in the dinner scene is very difficult because, like you said, it is like almost like reawakening and he's reliving, you know, childhood traumas. Yes. But, you know, I'm sure there is part of him like, you know, he's he's stood up to a lot of things that he has feared in his life. Like, uh, you know, uh, he stood up for John and did all that public speaking for him to, like, get him elected. And, you know, maybe he could have overcome that and said something here, but he was also thinking of Gilly and uh, Little Sam, yes. which, yeah. which is awesome. And I love him for it. But and, you know, like you said, he's 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 in a difficult situation. He's trying to do what's best by them. But in the end, I feel like he just he feels like he has to follow his heart. And yes, he's like, I can't. He's already seen how terrible his father is to Gilly in just this quick one dinner. Like how much worse might it be for them, you know, being there long term. 
Right. Now, obviously, his mother and sister are delightful, and maybe they could, you know, still have a happy life there. But again, I think Sam is just following his heart and, yeah, uh, you know, doing what he thinks is 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 actually the best for them. I do question the stealing of the sword. Oh yeah. Uh, just more like logistically. Uh, the na- like he I th- can come and take it, <laughs> or he can try, or whatever the yeah. fuck he says. Yeah, that it's just literal wars. These things are literally priceless. Valerian weapons are priceless. They are worth more than any amount of gold you can imagine. Uh, wars have been fought over them. I don't know how Sam thinks he can get away with this. He can't keep giving away with it. <laughs> In the immortal words of Jake and Davey, which obviously they stole it from somewhere. Uh, won't say where. But, uh, yeah, he can't not get away with this. He can't not. And I just, that f- leaves me like, I'm, I, I understand what you're thinking, my guy, but that's such a poor decision. Mm-hmm. That is not the win you think it may be. That's, that's a small beef with the scene, but I love the rest of it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, that's yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't really have anything else there. Um, that is what it is. Yeah. Uh, shall we talk <laughs> about King's Landing? <laughs> Just silky smooth from my guy. Yeah, tell me Dude, about King's hey, Landing. Zach. I've, I've got. I've got the smoothest transitions. The that smoothest exists. moves ever. Oh, yeah. The smoothest <clears throat> bowel movements. Or should we go to Bravos? I think it's Bravos next. Either or. Whichever you want to do. Let's go to Bravos. Okay. So, I am very happy uh, that we're getting stuff happening with Arya. Yeah. Uh, we've said that a couple times. Yeah. Like, it has been moving a little this season, mm-hmm. finally. But... There, there have finally been like decisions made. Yes, uh, in this episode, which I am so thankful for. I feel um, like her retrieving the sword at the end is like a, oh, there's she has turned a corner. There is now no going back. Type moment. Yes, yes. And it's it's a fun ride actually. Leading up to that, I actually really enjoy this stuff. Yeah. Um, when I when I think of Aria in Bravos. I don't have like overall great feelings about it. But this episode true and maybe that's why I feel a little bit more like just like better about this episode because I'm like wow like maybe I'm seeing things that I didn't realize I appreciated more, you know, like from the first time watching this, but like in specific, um I I really quite enjoy seeing Arya like start to kind of enjoy the the play mm-hmm. such a difference from her first time watching you yes. know and there there's something beautiful I think about uh seeing a progression in a character even if it's just something subtle like that like something inside of them is changing yeah you know um and and it, and it's displayed, I think, in this episode when she's you know speaking with Lady Crane, which is a fantastic scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arya and Lady Crane's conversation uh, is great. Yeah, it's really good. Um, Arya tells Lady Crane, 
that uh, like she's basically giving her like almost a tip uh to acting and is like well Cersei would be angry yeah you know like her her son who she loves very much has been taken away from her before she got to say goodbye she right. wouldn't just cry yeah, she'd yeah. be angry and lady crane is like wow this is like real this is some deep shit like yeah, you're, yeah. you're absolutely right um and then she almost is like kind of in, intending to like so like do you want to like join our troop she asks her do you like to pretend to be other people <laughs> and she's like i got to go yeah like oh uh, you're hitting a fuck. little too close to uh, home there actually. i got to get the fuck out of here man yeah <laughs> so it's it's just it is a really really great scene that is in such a in a place that you don't expect that. Yeah, definitely. You know, like, who the fuck cares about this acting troupe? And yeah, like, yeah, it is such an odd, but it, it works, scene, but man. It works. Yeah, it 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 works for Arya. Um, and I'm and I'm glad to see it. Uh, and her making the last minute decision to go in there and like, you know, uh, prevent Lady Crane from drinking the poison. Uh, it's, it's good. It's, it's decision-making from characters we love Mm -hmm. that, that tell us as the watchers that like, it's, it's going in a different direction now. And I'm very happy for that. Uh, agree with pretty much everything you said. Don't have much to add other than, uh, great transitions. I'm not even done. (laughs) Fuck off. Wow. Dude, this is so good. I hate you so much. (laughs) Not even remotely what you did. What I was going to say, dick on. Is that uh, Arya's still just the worst assassin slash spy of all time. Dude, she's, she's like, she's so bad at it. And then like just shoves the cup out of her hand, like careful of her, and then sprints out, not noticing the waif has been just standing next to her the entire time. See, the waif, for all, for how bad she sucks... She actually she's, knows what she's, she's fucking good, doing. Fucking yeah. stealthy assassin person. Well, I mean, I feel like she's not actually that stealthy because she's just walking around in there. It's just more just like, how do you not notice her, Arya? Yeah, like, okay, what are enough. you doing? But last thing here, uh, I do get a little chills and extremely hype when she pulls needle out of the rocks. Oh, there, yeah, it's like, dude. like that's a big deal. Like that is. That's episode two. Like John gave her that sword. You know. Yeah. It's like. That's a big deal. It's, it's, I mean, it really is the reclaiming of Arya Stark. Yes. You know, it's like, of her it, identity. It's, it's for great. sure. Yes. hundred percent. Sure. Uh, I, I was going to say, um, <clears throat> I think I had a joke, but I can't remember oh, it now. No. So it must not have been great. So let's just keep, <laughs> let's just keep <laughs> you, you literally, not only are you awful at your own <laughs> transitions, you literally interrupted my transition to say, Oh, I had a joke, but I forgot it. Let's move on. Hey, have you ever had orange <laughs> juice and rum? Yes. Oh, it's great. Yeah. That's a, what is that called? That's called something. It's called orange juice and rum. It's not a screwdriver because that's vodka and orange juice. It's right? uh, a brass monkey. All right, I'll shake to that. Anyway, it, it is called a brass monkey. I know you just made that up. I swear to fucking oh, god, god, I fine. looked it up earlier. Then rum why were you juice. being a smartass two seconds ago and be like, it's called a rum and orange juice? Because uh. I didn't remember, and then you said your bit, and I picked up my phone and opened up the tab that oh I was on, god. and it's right there, okay. Brass Monkey. All right, that's 
You're an idiot, but I'll accept it. Although uh, I think that's dark room. I fucking hate you. King's Landing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you drinking rum because that's Lady Crane's drink in honor of her? Oh, I didn't even think that. And no, the, I was just and like, the hey, orange, we have juice some orange juice is what the poison. Can I put in it? Oh my god. Uh so let's quickly do this uh, high sparrow scene. Um Tommy Boy continues to be a fucking the useless fucking idiot. Worst. Uh He's like, I don't want her to take the Walk of Atonement. And the Sparrow's like, she's going to have to, though. And Tommy's like, okay. Uh, f- this fucking kid. Wasn't it last episode, or maybe the episode before that, that was like, like, hey, like he is kind of yes! showing a little showing a little brass monkey, you know? He's showing a little brass <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it was. Uh, he immediately was like, fuck that shit, I'm psych. out. Psych. Yeah, psych. Um, he did one of these... I don't think I've ever fully understood Marjorie's Marjorie's game. angle? Yes. Yeah. No. That's going to continue for, I feel like, the rest of this season. I don't know what her game is. But she's running one. She, she's got a game. I don't know she's what it is. She's playing her own game, she's dude. Play, like, yeah, she's playing. living just, in it, dude. Yeah, she's, maybe she's way 20 steps ahead of me, but I don't <laughs> understand it. Um, You know what's, what's funny about you saying that? I'm glad you brought attention to that because, like, we, in all the times that, like, you and I have talked about, like, who are some of the great, like, politicians and, like, mm-hmm. masterminds and puppet masters in this, in this series? I feel like it's it's often that like Marjorie at least comes up because sure. like she she does work herself into a great position and yada 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 right like but now that she is there and some of it's been pulled out from under her I don't understand like her angle in the slightest I I have some theories but full disclosure uh I've I've already watched the next episode because we were supposed to record two tonight. Mm-hmm. So I want to discuss. I have maybe some theories, but I want to discuss them then. So okay, remind enough. me. Okay. Uh, because I, I maybe I'm gonna put a note of that. Maybe can shed some light on that. We'll we'll put a pin and come back to that. We will put a pin in that and come. Um. I I'm gonna come looking at Mace Tyrell's sick armor, dude. Like, dude. It, it fucking shines like the sun. Uh, this man's bravado never fails to impress me. He is so confident in himself. I, I want to live life like I that. I don't want to say for known reason, because that's putting down the legend that is Mace Tyrell. <laughs> but, I mean, come on. Like, yeah. why Why is he so confident? <laughs> dude, you think he's, he must be packing, dude. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> he's packing an amazing voice. We do know that. Yes. The man can sing. And I don't think he can fuck, though, if I'm being honest. <laughs> maybe he can't fuck, but maybe it's still... He's he's got a he's got a okay. big rose in there. Um, his this speech be bulging. <laughs> God damn it! This speech is legitimately top tier though. Yeah, it's so. I love the the cuts to Jamie just kind of <laughs> rolling like, his eyes and being like, what the, "Can we fucking get on with this?" It's so good. 
I I love this dynamic because like Jamie is actually <laughs> a leader. Like actually a fucking battle like hardened person that yes, he's like dude. Yeah. Like fuck, okay. okay he, it's like guy. it's the new guy trying to be good at his yeah, job, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, like yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Jamie's the, the, the veteran employee that's been there for twenty years. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't yeah. give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and and man. Mace rolls in with his brand new, like freshly pressed uniform, and is just like, <laughs> and it's like, well, I'm, you were late, yeah, oh, Jamie, <laughs> you you clocked in thirty seconds late, dude. Uh, it's it's phenomenal. It's good, um, yeah. anyway, I I like Jamie a lot in this scene. How yeah. he uh, he 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 baller rides. He does the riding the horse up the steps, uh, which is always a sick move. And is like, <laughs> that's a sick move. I, yeah, no, don't question me on this. It's a sick <laughs> okay. move. Uh, Does it get him extra points on gets... Tony Hawk's pro skating? <laughs> yeah, he has to jump over the school to get the, the letter. Um, I just like that he, you know, he's like taking charge of the situation and is like, uh, hey, this is what we want. This is how it's going to happen. Uh, this is what will happen if you don't comply, but nobody has to die here today. Just give us Marjorie and Loris. Yeah. Um, now, the High Sparrow is a couple steps ahead because Marjorie is playing some game and Tommy Boy is an idiot, so they kind of get outdone did. But I like... I guess I appreciate the attempt. Yeah. And uh, also, it's it's very funny how just confused Mace is and how Lady Olena keep having to give him, like, the, the signals on the down low. <laughs> like she, did you notice she like, gives him, like, the stand like, down like gesture? Just, hey, and, yeah, yeah. Chill. Chill, 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 chill. Um, yeah, I at, don't know. What do, least, you, what do you think of this At least Mace knows. Yes, he He's knows like, who. I don't know what to do. Hey, Elena. really in charge? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are we? What are we doing here? A hundred percent. Um, you know, like the the scene on the stairs is is whatever. I mean, honestly, dude, it's it's just frustrating. Like Tommen is frustrating. Yes, to watch. He's it's it, frustrating to see the High Sparrow win because nobody likes that dude. Yeah, and and like the the amount of anger I would feel with Joffrey for being evil is the amount of frustration mm. I feel for Tom and being incompetent. True. Um, it's, it's just like, and almost, man, I don't know, almost more like, if I had to deal with somebody who was an evil shit versus somebody who just like literally cannot think for themselves, I think I might take dealing with the evil shit over somebody who, who can't think for themselves. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like me being the evil shit and Chaz being the... <laughs> Man, well, can I just not deal with either of you guys? That's and, so mean. I'm so sorry, Chaz. <laughs> Dude, Chazzy boy catching strays. Catch it's been a while since he's yeah, kind yeah. of straight on an episode. It's been a minute. I felt the need. Yeah, yeah. That's very mean of you. Chaz needs to get on another episode with us. Yeah, well, we are nearing the end of the season. True. We do like those end of season. Although, if I recall correctly, correctly, I feel like Amanda may have claimed Ooh, dibs. Yeah, I would love getting Amanda on an episode. Yeah, let's make yeah. that happen. It's been a hot minute since she's been on the pod. It's been a long and time. If I if I recall correctly, like again, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys really liked uh, 
Amanda being on the pod. That is literally she, my favorite thing ever. So she she does talk a lot of shit to me. So true. We yes, love that. We'll probably enjoy that. Uh, yeah. So that that might be a thing to be looking out for at the end of the season. Ooh. I will have to chat with her again and see make sure that she's up for it. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that she said that she would like to be on. Okay. Oh, speak of the devil. Winds of winter. Last episode of season six. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? Winds of winter. You remember that? You know what episode that is? The Cersei episode. Didn't you call dibs on on being on the, that episode? Like, yeah. Yeah, she said yeah. She's okay. Be on. Sick. I love it. Anyway. <coughs> um, Sorry you're catching straights, Chaz. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tommy Boy incompetent, and it, it, it is frustrating. I 100% yes. know what you mean. Um. So, if do you have anything else to say about like the scene on the stairs? No, okay. no, no, nothing. Else. Moving past that, though, yes. The Jamie Cersei scene. Oh, I was gonna say real quickly. Oh, okay. I love the 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 little speech Jamie tries to give Tommen when they're stripping him of his Kingsguard. Mm-hmm. Uh, very Barristan Selmy esque here a bit. Uh, yeah, except Jamie couldn't cut all five of them down. No, he certainly could not. <laughs> uh, he cannot back up the way Barristan can. But he he just kind of is appealing to Tom in one last time, being like, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do anything. And Tom in second guesses himself. Right. You're the king. And Tom in does a little bit, but he's like, no, nah, I have to serve the faith. I have to be accountable to the gods, blah, 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 blah. Uh, that Marjorie Lovin's real good, so I'm gonna side with her. <laughs> Which fair, <laughs> like based to she, be she honest. That bad pussy, dude. <laughs> dude. Uh, listen, Tommy, I can't. I'm mad at you, but also can't blame you. Can't blame you too much. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Yes, the Jamie Cersei scene. Yeah, so Jamie goes into the room, talks with Cersei, and boy, it's 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 almost. As if every time we have these two on screen together, it's a great scene. True. With maybe one exception uh, that happens in the sept. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> At the yeah, beginning yeah. of season five. It's yeah, yeah, real yeah. bad. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, Nikolai Kosterwalder and uh, oh, Waldo and uh, Lena Hetty are just two absolute fucking powerhouse. Mm-hmm uh performers and every single time they interact it is it's just fantastic i i love it so much and i think i mentioned when they walked into the small council meeting that there was almost this element of like like ooh, like they're a team now yeah yeah, yeah. and and i it it shows that again i Mm -hmm. think in the scene and i really like that it's a cool it's just a cool dynamic uh, to see two people who, you know, we we enjoy um, kind of doing their thing and not at each other's throat, which they are most of the series. A lot of the time, yes. Yeah, so. Uh, I agree. I think this is a fantastic <clears throat> scene. I don't have a lot to say about it. Uh, Cersei is very confident in the mountain, which, again, fair. Uh, and I think she's right. I think she, for for once, maybe is thinking well jamie does not usually think long term that's that's maybe not fair but what i was gonna say is she's thinking more long term like it is more beneficial of them for jamie to be at the head of the lannister army than yes. being the lord commander of the king's guard 
Or, right. you he know, his other, more. yes, his other plan is to, uh, what, try and assassinate the High Sparrow with Braun. Like, right. No, 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 no. Right. And, like, I mean, she does, in a way, kind of fill her father's shoes here. Like, sure. Jamie yes. is more useful to the house. Yes. No longer in the King's Guard, which was really which, yeah, Tywin's yeah, yeah. goal. Tywin wanted that big time. Um, oh, yeah. And and yeah, it's 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 happening. So yeah, I mean it's it's cool stuff. It, it's enjoyable to, to to watch them work together. Um, and maybe it's just like PTSD because every single time we see them together, she's like, "I want you gone. I hate you. It's everything's your fault. I'm blaming everything on you." So it's just like whiplash, and this is just like a a really nice. It's surprise. a little refreshing. Yeah, 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 it's just very very refreshing. Uh, do we need to say anything about the quick scene at the twins? It's just, hey, Walder Frey's still here. Hey, they've got yeah, Walder Frey is alive. Remember him? Yeah. Oh, actually, I do have something to say. Okay. Yes. The dramatic reveal of Edmir is so fucking ridiculous, and <laughs> and not only is it ridiculous because it's Edmir. Yeah. But my dude, by the way. The way that it pans up to his face and he's supposed to look like disheveled and fucked up. And it just looks like a dirty Edmure. Like, yeah, it no. just looks like this fucking same guy with I, like a little dirt. A hundred percent. I also love the <laughs> so funny. dramatic way that Walder Frey has to say, time to remind him who got married at the red wedding in the first place it's like hey remember that all uh, you fuckers all you casuals out there you think that was rob stark weddings you dumb shit no yeah. it was enemy's wedding you casual assholes Fucking that line was commons. for zach yeah yeah those comments. i appreciate that i'm a little hard now um uh, let me just settle this dragon down it is very overly dramatic uh, do you, it seems like, and it was so long ago since we saw him. Do you remember how much I was into Edimir, oh, like yeah, going through dude. this? Like that's my fucking dude. He's You're such so a, dumb, he's dude. such a dope, and he <laughs> yeah. still looks like a dope. Now he's just a dirty dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, dirty dope was your nickname in high school. <laughs> True. Okay, let's hit the final thing. Uh, this very quick, I guess. Daenerys scene. I feel like your tone here is pretty negative, I'm and not I negative. really like this scene. I okay, well, I, compared to you, then I am negative. The okay. biggest thing I want to say about this, okay, is uh, Dario says something to the effect of, "That's not what you're made for," and she you're looks at conqueror. him. What? Hold on. She looks at him and says, "Then what am I made for?" He wants so badly to be like banging me. Am I right? He has to hold back so badly from He's saying like, that here. <laughs> yeah, you know. He had that one in the chamber and ready to go. And then he's just like, mm, I have to say some conqueror bullshit or something. She not she not gonna like that. She's not gonna give me the good loving if I say that. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's all I have to say. Go ahead, Zacky boy. I I just for for how much I don't enjoy Daenerys, like the Daenerys storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love a good rally speech. I really do, and I do actually think that this that this rally speech is is cool. I think it and, just pales in comparison to the one we already got. This episode. fuck off, <laughs> and and like. 
I, I think specifically, like, props to Emilia Clark here because... It's it's I think it's one thing to have enough like bravado as as you said earlier to deliver a powerful speech, mm-hmm. but to then do it in a made up language. Sure, I, I just think like <clears throat> yeah, I I watched this scene and I'm like, damn, dude, like like she nailed that shit, and and I think it's a good speech. I I okay, I just thought of something. And this is probably completely unfair and 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 not. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. <laughs> Fuck off, first of all. <laughs> but like every time I see the Dothraki anymore, they kind of look weak. Like yeah, like just not great. Like maybe they just, this is, they do look soft. Maybe this is my season one brain. Like how much I love that season, but I can remember like. Anytime they're doing anything, like when you see Drogo, when you see his Blood Riders, when you, you know, they're fighting or they look menacing, they look menacing and like sick as hell. And like, oh, these people are to be feared. And I'm watching this scene and I'm seeing Daenerys give this speech and it shows like her like top lieutenants or whatever. I'm like, these guys look like tools. Like, yeah, these guys don't intimidate even even. uh. What was the the call that she just killed? Uh, Pono, Calpono, maybe. Yeah, even he was better. You know, yes. like he he was more in the vein of <laughs> season one. Duff yes, Rackie. yes, yes, one hundred percent. These yeah, are the I, leftovers. She I only agree. got the leftover Dothraki. Look, I, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Um, it doesn't change the fact that she has fifty thousand. No, like now. numbers are, are a big deal. I just like when. It's focusing on this and like, you know, she's she's delivering this this what, what by all accounts kind of old. Yeah, too. it's like a, a pretty good speech. And then it cuts to the Dothraki and I'm just like, oh, but she's saying it to these idiots like whatever. OK, I don't know, man. You're I mean, look, this is a, a thousand percent your bias talking yes, about it is. being unhype. And like I said, this is probably a season what you know, I hold season one in like extremely high extremely high regard but i just yeah. think of like i don't re- what it was the name of call drogo's like main blood rider that jorah killed like like uh, that dude was scary and intimidating yeah none of these guys do what that was for his me name? i can't remember hmm. doesn't matter anyway say uh, what you want to say yeah i mean really it's just well first off fuck you um <laughs> oh, Jesus. settle down okay <laughs> Let's let's fucking calm down a little I bit. I refuse. It's it's a good scene. It's fine. Uh I enjoy the dragon stuff. Yeah. It's I don't know. I just I just think it's good. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Weren't you right along with me berating all the filthy casuals in House of the Dragon for only caring about the dragon stuff? Well, no, they have to they have to be around good things for them to be good. They're not inherently good. Okay. Okay. All right. Um Yeah, all no, right. like I mean I I'm not watching a show because of dragons. You know what I'm saying like I'm not. I'm not liking. You're not the scene watching it for the tits and dragons. Well, that's I mean, a that's a that's a subtle call ahead to next week's episode. You know about that whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Hey, did uh, I mention I've already watched Next <laughs> You're you're giving them a peek behind the curtain, yeah, and yeah, I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, we have to sorry, maintain bud. the illusion. Sorry, pal. Uh, yeah, I look. I don't have a whole lot more to say. I just I think it's actually a good scene, and I don't I don't feel like this very often about Daenerys scenes, and I just felt like I owed it to the peoples at home uh, to say that. It, hey, that's it's, fair enough. It's a great scene. Totally fair. Uh, uh, I will say, let, let me give props. Uh, the fact that she straight up tells Dario 2.0 that she's, hey, Westeros bound, baby. How, how, what's it going to take me to get there? Yeah. That's big forward progress that we should give her credit for. Well, yeah, except she still has to go all the way back to Marine, figure out the ships, <sighs> 100%, get mad at Tyrion. At least she's thinking in those terms, you know? Yeah, I agree. So, all totally. right. Uh, let's do that thing that we do. It's time for Who Be Thrown In. Who Be Thrown In. Oh, hell yeah. Where we last left off. Boy, what <laughs> oh, a collection yeah. of characters here. Uh, our boy who held the door, Hodor, had taken the number one spot for his heroic sacrifice. My brother-in-law has a Hodor doorstop. That's Remember when right. those were like the, yes, the craze? The biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you've told me that before. Uh, the Night King came in at number two, Cracklin' Oat Brand at number three, Sansa Stark at four, and oh, looky there, it's Davos of House Seaworth at number five, my dude. So, I think all of these can come off. Bran was in this episode, but... Not in a great spot. Yeah, not in a great spot, and also he did... Other than the fact that it is literally said that he is now... Right. The the three-eyed raven. I, I mean, I don't, he doesn't. We really do, do get anything. a cool vision from him. Is that enough, though? We can have him as part of the conversation, I guess. But I, okay. I doubt he makes it. I kind of doubt he makes it too. Because I actually, for not the first time, but the first time in a while, I do think we have some some decent candidates here. Uh, Zach, why don't you toss one out to me? Who who you got? Um, I would like to say Jamie, but. <sighs> He, I mean, really, he doesn't. He like, takes he doesn't some melts, but I'm also with you. Daenerys as well. Daenerys, I think, is 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 a given. Uh, I can't find any. <laughs> There's Danny at the very Scotty's least. Scotty's all alone. I'm all alone. Where the fuck is Jamie? Oh my god. Uh Okay, here's one. I, I definitely have this guy for sure. I think Sam okay. for sure makes the High list. Sparrow, maybe? Yeah, unfortunately, I think yeah. you are probably correct. Uh, oh, my God. I seriously cannot find Jamie to save my life. There he is. And how about the Blackfish? Um, You think? I mean, I mean he he's not actually appe- in it. He hasn't but, even appeared yet. Yeah, but. What about. uh? This fucking legend right here. <laughs> you think about my guy Mace. Uh, uh, I hate ooh, you for ooh, actually, me fucking talk about. Actually, him. hold on. Real, real talk. Uh, Arya. She, I think, like I said, I think her reclaiming her sword. Yes. Like pulling needle out. That is a, 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 and a I, big deal. And, and I can't get over how much I enjoy her scene with Lady Crane. Yeah, you you really love that scene. I, gonna, that, yeah, I I, didn't I mean I enjoyed it. I liked it so much. I'm um, gonna lose Cracklin O'Bran. I don't think he has a chance here. Uh, 
let's see who so so far we are considering aria sam jamie high sparrow daenerys i feel like there was someone else said that i haven't pulled up yet am i well i mentioned blackfish oh right but i i don't know that i can get behind that one what about marjorie I just wish her game was more understood. But yeah, I mean, look, she whatever game she's playing, yeah, she's I, doing it. She's doing it. She's winning. Uh, what about Cersei? I mean, I, I don't, I don't think Cersei. Okay. All right, fair has, enough. Has it this I, episode, I think no. I agree. Okay, um, I, I think I think this is this, these are our people. I don't think I'm we're missing anybody else. I'm just running like, through here real quick to make sure not Elena. She takes a a pretty big L. Yeah. Okay. I think I think it's yeah between yeah, these I think people. Everybody. Um. I think probably. Oh, I hate to. Danny and then. Oh, I was boy. gonna say High Sparrow probably goes one. Yeah, I think it's between either of those two. Oh, I fucking hate it, but that's a pretty big W for that asshole. Yeah. Uh, Daenerys again. I feel like she's kind of coasting on her credit from the the burning scene. Yeah, but, but she she did also get back Drogon because he was she gone. did. Okay, all right. You know what? That's that's totally fair. I'll I'll shake to her at at second. And not end. only does she have the Kalasar, but they have also now been told and agree that they're gonna go. Sail to Westeros. Oh yes, we agree. Yes, please, we'll go to Westeros with you, Daenerys. All right. Um, I think I think it has to be Sam next. Then I think he, I would agree with that. I think he definitely of these is the next strongest. Uh, I think his decision to do what he did at the end of the episode is a strong move, and also I think he was and just, his scenes are just also his good. scenes were also just very 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 good. Uh, All right. I think Arya is next. I 100% agree. I was just about to say that. I think her reclaiming her sword is a very big deal, and I like the momentum and her scenes. Now, the fifth seat can go either way for me, if I'm being honest with you. I lean Jamie just because I appreciate what he's... Marjorie has more wins, for sure, but I also understand what Jamie is going for, and I liked his scenes more. That's I mean, look, where may- maybe we're overthinking this Marjorie thing too much because, like, look, if we're if we're just looking at this in black and white, if her goal is get out of here without having to do Walk of Atonement, yeah, that's true, and be put she back in power, she like, didn't have to like do she, Walk of Atonement. She did that. Okay, um, I, I don't. Can... I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm arguing for Marjorie. I'm just saying that, like, maybe we're. We're thinking that she's playing some intricate game, and I mean, this could be extremely right, short-sighted. Yeah. Like, I just need to get the fuck out of here. No, for sure. Um, and I mean, Jamie, uh, this would sh- purely be a like strength of performance and scenes moment if we put Jamie at five over Marjorie, because not only does he lose his quote unquote fight against the sparrows, he mm-hmm. gets stripped of being a Kingsguard, although again, and sent away from King's and sent away from King's Landing, which he doesn't want to do, although. I think- to Cersei's point, him being put in charge of a Lannister army could be a win. Yeah, but it's it's still kind of against his will. Like, yeah, I think it's got to be Marjorie. I think I agree with you, and I, I thought I was going to go the other way. All right, uh, 
We are going to lose Jamie then and put Marjorie at five. I th- I think, you know what? I think there's a lot of credence to what you were saying about, hey, maybe we're overthinking this Marjorie thing. Uh, yeah. So let's slide Marjorie in at five, and that's going to do it. That actually came together pretty quickly. Uh, this has been this is who be thrown in for the week. We're gonna have Marjorie at five, Arya in fourth, Sam at three, Daenerys at two. Fucking really rubs me the wrong way, but the High Sparrow <laughs> at one. Uh, Mace is number one in my heart, though. So. In your heart, yes, and Always. in my heart, and forever. Zach, what do you rate this episode, bud? Uh, I'm gonna give this one. I feel like I've been just sitting in like a 6.57 range this entire season. And that's kind of the way I'm leaning now. Um, I'll go seven. I, I think it's go seven to seven and a half is what I, I don't think give. anything is particularly spectacular. But uh, it was an enjoyable watch and I don't think anything was bad necessarily. So yeah, for 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 pretty much the same reason, I think I'm gonna give seven and a half. Um, I enjoy most of the scenes. Only thing that felt kind of like a letdown to me was the cold hand stuff. Cold hands, yeah, yeah. Um, and even then, like it's not bad. It's just, I just, I just feel like I maybe would have wanted a little more. I appreciate that you call him cold hands along with me, even though he's literally never called that. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Um, but I. I was pleasantly surprised by many scenes in this episode, okay. and I I guess I just didn't realize how many small, small moments yeah. season six has. And I, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying it. Like it's it is a it is a good season. For sure. Uh I know you, like you said, you really enjoyed the Lady Crane scene and the Jamie Cersei scene, and th- those are definitely scenes like that can kind of fly under the radar, for sure. Yeah, totally. So. Uh that's everything for us tonight we appreciate you guys for listening and watching if you're new here consider subscribing hit the like button you know all that fun youtube stuff that really helps us creators out uh follow us on the socials at we don't want a pod you can join our discord by shooting us a dm or email and asking for an invite link we'd love to have you you can talk some shit to us and talk some talk some shit to the other wannabes in the community and uh we'll see you guys next time thanks again Bye bye